World Youth Day is one of those events where you're surrounded by m- literally millions of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but then yet there's something so personal that a lot of people experience from World Youth Day that it's almost ironic that you're in such huge, huge crowds and yet you're probably going through a really intimate moment spiritually. As the pilgrim people, we are gathered here today From every continent and city Longing to be true servants of the Lord Proclaiming your word to every nation Hello listeners, you are listening to LNL Coffee House. My name is Marcella, and if you're tuning in for the first time, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome as well. So today we have a very special guest. This is the third and final episode that we will have her on for now. She might come back in the future, hopefully. Keep your fingers crossed, say your prayers. But our special guest is Grace. And Grace has joined us for the past few episodes sharing her experiences of World Youth Day in Panama in 2019. And if you are interested in knowing more about her experiences, I highly encourage you to go back and listen to parts one and two of the interview. But from the sounds of it, Grace has had a very blessed experience of mm-hmm. God working in his way to bring her, even to get her to Panama in the first place. When she was there, it sounds like she's had some pretty amazing experiences, um, met a lot of really great people. And here's the thing that I'm really excited to know more about was the last thing she shared in part two was her seeing Pope Francis at the fish market unexpectedly. That is kind of crazy. So without further ado, this is Grace. Hi, welcome back. Hi, thanks for having me back. Glad to have you. You were last speaking about seeing Pope Francis mm-hmm. dri- literally drive by in front of a market. In front of, like, at the fish market, maybe 10 <laughs> yes. feet away from you. Yes. What was that like? What was going through your head? This is Pope Francis. <laughs> and he made eye contact with all of he you, right? did. I was so excited. I think that I hugged my roommate, and we were both just so happy and joyful because we did not expect to see him a second time. Um, we were just expecting to see him maybe at the opening mass or at the giant events where we'll see him at a, on a screen later on. So after that event, we did see Pope Francis again, and that was at the vigil. So that's where we hiked to this giant campsite where we stayed overnight. And then the next morning, we had mass with him. So that night, he stayed with us for adoration. It wasn't too long, and as the Eucharist was being brought off the stage, the camera turned its attention on the statue of Our Lady of Fatima. And at first, we didn't know if that was the statue from Portugal, but they confirmed it. And as the Eucharist left the altar, Pope Francis walked over to the statue, and he started praying to our mother. And he did that for quite a few minutes and after his prayer I heard from the radio that was translating what was being said from Spanish to English that Pope Francis has entrusted us to Mary for this night 
as he has to go back to his hotel to rest, that Mary would be watching us that night, and our mother would be the one that spends the night with us before he returns the next day for mass. So for me, that was something that really spoke to my heart. Seeing his witness and his relationship with Mary, just getting a glimpse of what that relationship might be like, was really a blessing, and it reminded me of the relationship that Mary desires to have with us. And you know, there are so many talks that they give during World Youth Day. Pope Francis's homilies are amazing, but I think out of all those things, his personal witness and that's his relationship with Mary was what resonated with me the most from World Youth Day. I think you touched on a really beautiful point there because World Youth Day is one of those events where you're surrounded by m- literally millions of people, mm-hmm. um, but then yet there's something so personal that a lot of people experience from World Youth Day that it's almost ironic that you're in such huge, huge crowds and yet you're probably going through a really intimate moment spiritually. Yes, yeah. that's that was definitely one of the surprises for me that God can speak to us so personally and to each and one of those millions of people that were there and to be in a giant crowd like we talked about before, but still experience that intimacy. Mm-hmm. For me, I think that what you just mentioned, a lot of it has to do with the friendships that are made at World Youth Day. You mentioned in our previous episode that you were so grateful that the people that you were traveling with were people where you're living different lives, but you're going through a lot of very similar questions in life and a lot of seeking, if you will, Um, seeking for the Lord, asking a lot of those kinds of questions and having really great conversations as a result of that. So were there, did you keep in touch with a lot of the people that you went to World Youth Day with? Or Yes. So I remember the week that we came back, that very Friday was the first Friday of the month, which means that there were adoration going on around a lot of churches. So right away, I remember messaging the group and saying, first Friday adoration, who is down? And a couple of us were able to attend together. And then we had dinner after and it was really great. One of the friends that was there at dinner, he asked each one of us how we were planning to grow in our faith after World Youth Day. And That was so needed because we all need accountability. We all need people to accompany us on this faith journey, even though we might be doing different things in our prayer life. It was such a joy to have experienced World Youth Day with a group of people who are seeking the faith. So besides going to adoration, we were able to also attend Archdiocese events together. So there was an event that just happened called Made for More. And 
a couple of us were able to go together, and we're planning to start maybe a Bible study group for young adults at the parish, or maybe a book study, and little things like sharing our Christian music playlists and all those fun things. Yeah, for a lot of people, spirituality and religion can be and is a very personal and intimate thing, but mm -hmm. there's such a huge component of it that has to do with having community and mm -hmm. having a group of people to journey alongside you or walk with you. And I think that it's huge that you were able to find a really good group of people, similar-minded people, similar-valued people who are able to walk with you in that way. And it seems like World Youth Day was almost a launching pad for mm -hmm. that. And it sounds like you guys have decided to start initiatives and get-togethers and things like that mm -hmm. that really extend beyond World Youth Day. So I think that's amazing. It really was. I think our whole group really truly believes that God has called each and one of us on this journey by name. And he knew what we were seeking and what was in our heart. And he knew his plan for us. And I'm so grateful that each and every one of the people that went to World Youth Day would set their yes, because it definitely would not have been the same without them. And like you said, World Youth Day, it's a one-time event. We went for 10 days, and 10 days is pretty long, but it really depends on us and how we approach our faith after that that really matters. And I think this group of people really helped me in sharing this experience because I was quite shy about it when I came back. And a lot of them were talking about how they told their co-workers about it. And they don't even work in a Catholic environment, whereas wow. I work in a Catholic school board. But even for me, I was so shy and I didn't really know how to tell people about my experience. Do I tell them that I just went on vacation or do I tell them that it was a pilgrimage-like trip? So it was definitely a blessing to have people encourage me and to challenge me by their own witnesses. So one of the people that you met for World Youth Day was the priest yes. that was going with your group, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. What was that like? Because I'm sure that a lot of people who are maybe not as familiar with knowing religious, whether it's sisters or priests or whoever, mm -hmm. personally, that's probably a very strange thing yes. where you're traveling 10 days with a priest. Yes. What was that like? What was that experience like for you? Having a priest to ourselves were one of the most amazing experiences. Like confession at any time. Exactly. So we're, we're also grateful to have the priest that we had with us because he was truly a father to each and every one of us during this entire journey. So I think after the first day, we already noticed that sometimes during Mass, there's not enough Eucharist and whatnot. So what our priest tried to do was that we had Mass in one of the bigger hotel rooms every single day, whenever we can, and whenever there wasn't Mass scheduled in, this, in the program. So aside from being able to do Mass with just 13 people, where we get to pick our own songs. We just did our own prayer intention. Aside from Mass, 
he was available for us to talk to and to do confession anytime during the day. While we were walking, we could have stayed a little behind in line and just chat with him. And he was so generous in sharing his own story of his own vocation, his relationship with Mary, and just being totally open and supportive of all of us that were there with him. So that was something that we were all very grateful for. And I remember we were saying and joking about how he was being like the dad, and he was very serious, and he said, but I am your father. <laughs> it's true. And I think you mentioned in the previous episode that because there were 12 of you and one of him, it mm -hmm. was like Jesus and his 12 apostles. Exactly. Which I love that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I think oftentimes people forget that if you're a priest, it's not just you celebrating mass every Sunday and that's that's probably when a lot of people encounter a priest mm -hmm. and that's probably the only time in their week that they encounter a mm -hmm. priest, but you're not a priest from nine to five. You're a priest forever. Yes. Um, and for him to be serving in a different capacity, I think that for a lot of people, it's probably not as familiar, but you're absolutely right. He, or he is absolutely right. He is your father. And as his, spiritual daughter it seems like it mm -hmm. was a real gift to have him there with you so grace for anyone who's listening who mm -hmm. wants to know more about world youth day or even wants to take the next step and attend world youth day which by the way is going to be in 2022 in lisbon for anybody who's curious at all about World Youth Day and learning more about it. What do you want to say to the listeners? Well, first of all, Portugal, Lisbon is an amazing city I'm to sure be gorgeous. <laughs> so I think that should definitely be a factor that's pushing you to consider to go. I would say to take courage and do not be afraid. Talk to people. Talk to people that has been to past World Youth Days like Marcella or myself. And pray about it. Um, if there is even the smallest desire in your heart and you find yourself just Googling things about the next World Youth Day, I believe that is something that the Lord has planted in your heart. And if you're looking for a sign, maybe this is a sign for you to go and pursue this desire in your heart to attend the next World Youth Day. God can really touch your heart and speak to you and be intimate with you in this setting. Yeah. And so thank you for coming on. It was really it has great been having such you. such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. You are welcome back anytime. But thank you for listening. This was LNL Coffee House. My name is Marcella, and I hope you tune in next time. <laughs> 